0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 543. Neil from IELTS MOOC reveals magic writing advice. Today, you'll meet Neil from the IELTS MOOC study group on Facebook, also a representative of the British Council, and you'll learn why many students still score five in writing task one.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: energy listeners we have a VIP guest today from no none other than the British Council yes um, <laughs> and someone that I knew 14 years ago and actually gave me my very first teaching job in the whole field of ESL so this is super <laughs> exciting um Neil can you tell us who you are please?
2: Okay. Um, I can't believe you're still holding that against me, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the social community manager for the British Council, and what that means is that I manage like our global social media channels, so our oh. Facebook channels, uh, Twitter, YouTube, and so on, and also I work on our online courses,
0: Cool, like
2: our online IELTS course on FutureLearn. Okay.
0: Okay, awesome. So, the, let's focus on like the Facebook aspect of your social media responsibility. Do you think that sure. takes up the the biggest part of what you deal with with social media?
2: Yeah, by a long, long way. Uh, okay. You know, we're active on different channels, but, but Facebook uh, – Continues to be like the biggest bye-bye a long way and it gets the the, the biggest reach and we have very active communities there and, uh, you know, different pages, different groups, and they're all continually growing. So, yeah, definitely.
0: It is incredible to me how uh, quickly education has been embraced by Facebook, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm not sure, but I know for us as well, Facebook is a huge part of our IELTS course also, because mm-hmm. then, I mean, this is, the, that's the interactive part. Like that's, I think it, if students aren't in the classroom, like, we still need the – we're online because it's flexible, but we still need the best part of the classroom, which is the, the interaction and the community aspect. Sure. And there's no other way to do that besides Facebook. So, like, the Facebook group for our course also, I love it. I'm always in there answering questions and, like, you know, interacting with students. Um, so, th- yeah, that's a huge part of what I end up doing as well. Um, yeah. So, which IELTS Facebook groups are you active in?
2: Well, Uh, Our our main kind of Facebook page is our Facebook Learn English page and our Learn English Teens page. But as a kind of offshoot of that, uh, as part of our uh, uh, MOOC, our our, our, um, understanding IELTS MOOC on FutureLearn, we started a group called the IELTS MOOC Study Group uh, for students because we had, you know, literally hundreds of thousands of students on uh, the online course and when it yeah. came to an end they were all kind of drifting off into different groups and into you know um, uh, what, what were you I guess? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's okay. You know, there's a time difference. Um, we're in different countries. It's my morning, your nighttime. It's fine.
2: So- yeah, but they, they were drifting off into like, you know, individual groups and different platforms and so on. And, they, you know, they, they were missing each other and they're going different ways. So, so we just decided to set up a Facebook group where they could continue the connection. You know, they could do it during the course, but then after the course was finished, they could still be there. Uh, and that just took off and grew really really quickly and it's really active
0: okay I I need you to explain some of the terms because I know they're normal for you because you say them all the time but to our audience these may be new ideas okay so you mentioned future learn what is that
2: uh, FutureLearn is uh, it's it's kind of the British uh, version of something like Coursera. It's the kind of the platform where all the universities in the UK and and organisations like the British Council have their courses, uh, and 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 they run uh, oh, a range of okay. free on massive open online courses. And you know oh, okay. these can range from a a, a a few thousand students up to a uh, hundred thousand or two hundred thousand students on a course. Uh,
0: oh, that's amazing! Okay,
2: yeah. So and-
0: it's it's like the British Council in in association with a lot of these other universities.
2: Well, no. Future Learn is is a separate platform. It's, uh, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's 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 kind of a consortium of universities and Open University and so on, and it runs online courses for a whole range of different universities and some organisations like the British Council. Yeah.
0: Okay, I got it. And so you, you're focusing on IELTS mostly, mm-hmm. though, right? Okay. And so IELTS MOOC, M-O-O-C. Mm-hmm. What, what is M-O-O-C? What is, what is a MOOC? <laughs> yeah.
2: To, to be honest, yeah, I, I, I try to stay away from the word MOOC because, like you say, it's, it's a word that when you're working in this thing, you know and you use all the time automatically. Right. But When you say it to other people, you just get a blank look. So it, it's you know. <laughs>
0: it's fun word to say even yeah. if I have no idea where it comes it is. from.
2: It's, it's, it's a great word but, <laughs> but it's really it's a massive open online course and and basically Mass- just what that means is that these courses are free for anyone to join, there are no specific entry requirements, there's no fees to pay. Uh, uh,
0: okay.
2: They, they go on and and, and, and um, they can interact, they can communicate with thousands of other students around the world uh, and awesome. we provide educators during the course who can answer their questions and then we have of live events and so on and within that got it okay
0: okay and then how like how big is the IELTS MOOC study group
2: uh it's it's really big (laughs) (laughs) it's surprisingly big I honestly didn't expect it to become so big when we started it uh but it's now something like 230,000 uh members
1: (gasps) oh whoa
0: okay and it's completely open right like anybody can join this Uh, Yeah, uh,
2: generally it's a it's a closed private group, so so they have to apply to join. But generally, you know, we take a look, and if uh, anyone can join, as long as these, you know, they're not. Uh, selling any products or, right. or promoting anything or, you know, so, so, okay, you know, if people come on and try, trying to start to sell service or advertise things, then we yeah. can come out again. But, you know, the vast okay. majority of these people are, are, are people who are preparing for IELTS or who have done IELTS and want yeah. to help each other and lots of teachers as well who come on cool. uh, and, and so on.
0: Okay. Awesome. So <laughs> we, so just a couple weeks ago, I had a uh, Ben McBride on the show from IELTS mm-hmm. for all study group. Mm-hmm. And he was saying the same thing that like he, uh, I mean, anybody could join his group as well talk mm-hmm. about IELTS, find study partners and such, but he yeah. has had a bit of an issue with people coming on and trying to promote themselves, which sure. like, we're all sort of in it together. Like we're yeah. all like, we understand. And he's like, like, I get it. Like everybody is trying to promote what they do, but at the same time, you have to draw the line somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a different thing. It's like, I don't, know, I don't know if you've looked at our Learn English Facebook page, but we share a lot of third-party stuff there uh, okay. fr- from different uh, you know, companies and organizations. And it's not like you know, they, they, they can't sell a service or something, but right. it's, you know, if, if you go to somebody's website and they're offering a good blog or some good advice on right. IELTS or some good practice... And then, you know, they have a part on the website where you can buy a service. That's fine. That's not a problem. Yeah.
0: yeah. The problem
2: is when people just come on and spam people with adverts for their services <laughs> and stuff. You know, that, that's a different thing. And nobody that's wants just, that.
0: That's just rude, first of all. Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on, guys. Even yeah. though we're online, there's still such a thing as etiquette.
2: Exactly. You don't, you don't invite somebody around to your party and expect them to go around handing out business cards to everybody there. You know, it's just...
0: <laughs> well, we, we hope not. We hope not. <laughs> Ozzy is an active member of this podcast today. Um, I think he was okay.
2: just agreeing, no?
0: That's what he meant. He was like, no, that's terrible. I hate that. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's get to some useful tips for our listeners. So what mm-hmm. would you say is maybe one of the most like common posts from students or questions from students that you see in the IELTS MOOC study group? <laughs>
2: Well, I'd have to say uh, one of the most common questions is is one that uh, I kind of always have to give a warning to We get a lot of people saying, "How can I get you know to band seven uh, in, two yeah.
0: <laughs> in two weeks? Yeah, two weeks,
2: or or okay. something something like that." And that, that's a big part of uh, my my job in this is always to explain to them that you know th- this is it doesn't work like that and that really it's a question of practice and time and you know working on what their time frame is when they need to get the right. results identifying what the specific areas they need to improve are and then focusing on them and that there's no magic trick to suddenly being able to go from like 5 to 7 in in 2 weeks that's actually <laughs> probably the biggest question that we get
0: I find myself saying that a lot like a word yeah. for word like <laughs> first of all i i'm not sure what why exactly you got a five you know like i can't mm-hmm. that it's gonna be different for everybody right yep. like whatever your strengths and weaknesses are maybe like just not knowing what the examiner is d- wanting yeah. like i don't not know not knowing what the test lots of things yeah
2: possible yeah mm-hmm.
0: totally so there's the second thing as well. Like, there's no magic shortcut. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just not like the only quote unquote magic shortcut is to actually commit yourself to studying for IELTS and putting in the time necessary to not only know the exam, but improve your overall English. Cause at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it is an English test. And if you're at a five, I'm guessing you probably need to focus on your overall English first yeah. before you can, like, even tackle the IELTS exam.
2: Sure. So so, so if we take that group out of the equation, then the next biggest questions uh, usually relate to, obviously, I think writing and speaking and things where people, you know, don't have access to a teacher. And, yeah. You know, they, they don't have someone outside to kind of uh, – guide them or, or give them feedback on their progress and, and you know, they've perhaps, they're, they're quite happy with the resources that they're able to get for, for reading and listening and practice that, but, sure. you know, they, they have a big gap there. So that, that's the next biggest group, of course, so people looking for input on how to, how to practice and improve and assess their speaking and writing. Uh, yeah.
0: Cause that's really hard to do on one's own reading and sure. listening. You, I mean, you do need to know the test strategies, especially for reading, Sure, but you can improve those skills on your own. Cause those are, those are receptive. Those are, yeah. you're just, you're just receiving that information. So what do you tell students if, if a student comes to you and is like, I'm still getting a six on writing. I can't figure out how to make that jump to a seven. Um, like, what do you tell that person?
2: Well, the first thing we normally tell them, to be honest, is is to join, if they haven't already, to join our online course on the MOOC, because that's where sure. we deal with lots of these strategies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but if they've done that and they're still in this kind of situation, it, it's really a case, as as you said there, uh, there's a lot of getting to know the exam, getting to know the band descriptors, getting to know what the exam right. is looking for, uh, understanding really... Uh, you know, very often the reason, that, especially the people that we get very often who are stuck, they kind of get to 6.5 or 6 yeah. and they need 6.5 or 6.5 and they need 7. Yeah. Very, very often the problems come down to the structure of what they're writing. Uh, and, and totally. You know, you know the, the, the details to do with that, that perhaps their, their grammar, their lexical resource is all good, but, you know, the actual final product is not really what it should be. So... You know, we share lots of resources for people to actually really become familiar with uh, examples of, you know, best practice and, and what what makes for the different types of task one or task two essays and so on. And then to try to, you know, look at that and, and then identify their own specific problems where they're having issues, whether it's in, as I say, the structure or, or, or whether it's in um, perhaps doing things that they shouldn't be doing within that and then working towards that. and. Then we, we have various uh, free uh, writing practice, uh, writing skills practice activities on our website that go through IELTS type tasks. And so they can see okay. multiple answers and then go through practice exercises and then, you know, d- d- do separate questions and so on with that and then compare the results and then break it down into different things like paragraphing and, uh, yeah. and, and so on, you know, and, and selecting the right information, for example, in task one. Uh, okay. And things like that. So, so it's, all, it's all about giving them lots of tools to work with. But, you know, it's still after they've written it, if they don't have someone to market or assess it, then it's still a case of training themselves to really look at that and really, you know, analyze yeah. their own work in comparison <laughs> to uh, their target.
0: Well, especially with, um, with speaking and writing, you can't teach yourself what you don't know, first of all. And then with writing, I mean, even if you are looking at the public descriptors for task one and task two, it's not a me. It's not obvious to anybody except like a trained IELTS examiner. What the heck some of that stuff means, you know, like what does it mean to, um, like expand on something clearly or like what's what what's the tone of task one that we're going for if you're a general training candidate. So that's tough. Yeah. But if we could give our listeners like one takeaway as far as structure goes, what have you found to be sort of a, a common misunderstanding among students, something that they're not hitting just because they don't understand what IELTS is asking them to do as far as structure goes? So this would be for the task score, right? Like in order to hit that seven or higher for task two, what do you think a lot of students are sort of missing out on?
2: Well, uh, if, if we look at task one first, for example, in academic, okay. uh, I, I find the most common problem uh, that, I, that I come across with people who are quite close to doing their test and, you know, who are prepared in many other ways is the lack of an overview.
0: Right. You know, okay. I
2: really find that that's a big problem because I mean, really what I always try and train my students to do is, first of all put everything else out of their mind and look at what they're uh, describing yeah. and, and get, get the overview first and just decide what that is. And then, you know, once once they have that and once they've written that down and once they know what, what they're actually, what, what the overall key points, what, what the essential information is, then it becomes much easier to kind of fill in the, the gaps with the, the, yeah. the, the specific information that supports it. And totally, be, I, I don't know if you have the same experience, but you'd be surprised how many people just don't do that.
0: Oh, completely. Yeah. Well, this is one of those things that we're talking about when we say like IELTS is a very unique test, right? It Mm -hmm. has very specific things that you have to hit in order to get a seven or higher. And in this case, you have to have an overall trend just to get a six or higher. Mm -hmm. And so, guys, if you're missing out on that, I mean, just one of those categories dropping down to a five, that significantly impacts your score on average. So, yeah, that we do the same thing in our course. Just like you have to take a step back and understand what this information is first, right? Like g- get the overall trend in your mind first and then choose the numbers because yeah. it's like the thesis statement for task two. That mm-hmm. overall trend should control what is going to be in the rest of the essay, right? Yeah. It summarizes what those key points are. Like exactly in mm-hmm. task two, your key points are supporting the thesis statement. So it's the same in task one, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. So...
2: And And, what I like about that, though, is that once once you've kind of got people doing it uh, a few times, and once you've got, you know, and I'm talking like online, I'm not talking about in the class, I'm talking about from sharing kind of resources or tips or answering or giving people feedback on on what they've done, that is Mm -hmm. something that you can work on yourself. That is something you can really just do by repetition. And the more you do it, the better you become at it, the faster you do it, the easier it gets, you know
0: with any of the IELTS strategies, sure, right? And like the thing that gets me about the overall trend is I think because it is so simple. It really, Mm. at the end of the day, it is so simple, Yeah, Um, (laughs) but it's so necessary. Like Mm -hmm. it's the, it's the shortest, simplest thing of your essay, but if it's missing, like this is the one sentence that really like controls your score more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So if this one little thing is missing, then the score's out the window. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay, so w- let's leave it there because okay. I think there's a lot more that we could talk about, and maybe <laughs> we can have you on again gu- on as a guest in another episode. But guys, um, join the IELTS MOOC study group, become involved <laughs> with more IELTS communities, and just interact interact with professionals, learn what these st- strategies are that you need and of course you can always get into our course the three keys IELTS success system we have mm-hmm. it all there go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S okay awesome Neil thank you so much for coming on today
2: no problem anytime <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll see if I get another invitation or not <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's. That's the big cliffhanger. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows if, I, if Neil will come back? You listeners, stay tuned. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your night there okay. in Bratislava. Do I you
2: shall. Say that right? Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> okay.
1: indeed. Awesome. Okay. Bye, Neil. Right.